<laughs> Kiss me again, idiot. Jane, are you with me here? I... I think so? You faded out a bit there. Had to half-drag you to the couch. I think... I think I just remembered something. Haze. One rainy evening in March, a woman appeared on the doorstep of Dr. Liza Finch. She didn't know her own name. She didn't know where she came from. She didn't know where she was going. All she knew was that she could predict danger, or at least that's how it appeared. That woman was me. My past, my future. All of it is... Nothing. Empty. A blank slate. Tabula Rasa. Season 1, Episode 3, Sergeant Clark's Gauntlet. You're late. I know I'm late. Adam has the flu, and I had to convince my mom not to call the hospital. Then Johnson pulls me over just as I'm trying to get over here. Just, gah! Hey, I'm not the guy you should be explaining things to. Clark's the one with the look on his face. Oh, God, not the look. Yep. Looks like he's passing a kidney stone the size of West Virginia right about now. You should get in there before it expands to Kentucky. Ah, oh, thanks for that image. Hey, hey, no time to be polite. Go, 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 go. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> oh, boy. Everyone into your seats. The bell has rung. That means you, Mr. Jefferson. I said in class yesterday we would continue our discussion of Miss Temple, and indeed we shall, but first, Mr. Finch, enlighten the class on what inspired Helen Burns's fate. Her sister died of tuberculosis, too. Thank you. Now, Miss Temple, not too much information is provided about Miss Temple background-wise, but... Uh, yeah? I don't want your weed, Jet. Now, reading on. Mr. Jefferson, what were we just discussing? Oh, um, Jane Eyre. Could you be more specific? Sir, you can't be serious. We have Jane here. 
Yes. No. Understood, sir. Goodbye. I didn't spend my youth in special forces kicking ass and taking names to be talked down to by you yet. It's open. Jane, Liza. Nathan, Sergeant. Take a seat. All right. You all know I don't like this little arrangement one bit. Regardless, we are going to give it a shot. So we're going to start small now. This is your trial run. Three months ago, Therese Young was found in her home in Austin. We thought the husband looked good for it, but had no way to prove it. No witnesses to the murder came forward. But we got some interviews with friends and family in there. Get Velasquez to help you out. You need to talk to anybody, he'll take care of that too. We'll see just how magic you really are. I'm not She's mad at it. Whatever you say, just get it done. Your desk is the empty one just outside the door. Get to work. <sighs> yes, sir. Liza, stay for a minute. Can you make it to the desk? If you need help, Lakeisha's right outside. I've got it, Sergeant. Jane? <sighs> I don't like this. I know you don't. You don't think this all is just a little bit convenient? You keep me around here for one reason. To tell when people are lying. Yeah, I know. If she was faking this, I'd know. Yeah, and what about this thing she can do, huh? What about uh, the shining she's got going on there? She's not faking that either. Well, I don't buy it. We'll see what this little test does. I feel like things are falling apart. This job was never easy, but now I got psychics showing up, the mayor breathing down my neck, secret service, and internal affairs all over this picket thing, and detectives showing up hours late. What happened to Pickett? Did anybody tell you? He died right outside this door yesterday. He died? Yeah, we found a, and I swear I am not making this up, cyanide capsule in his molar he'd managed to bite open. Shoved in a Montague's campaign manager and everything. You'd think we'd be the ones to investigate a death that took place in our office, but I just got off the phone with Allender. Homeland Security wants it. And what the scary people in the suits want, the scary people in the suits get. So, forget it. And how was your day? As the British would say, tea time. Jane? Huh? Oh, please. Lakeisha? Here you are, ladies. Ah, thanks. Hmm. Hmm, that's good. Thank you. What'd you listen to? An interview with the husband of the victim. The young case? That guy was a piece of work, if I remember right. He ran with the blades. We locked him up for uh, aggravated assault, I think. He beat the crap out of one of the blades. Couldn't pin the homicide on him, though. I don't think he did it. Can you read the alibi back to me? Uh, yeah, oh, just a sec. Uh, uh, husband claimed he was working the graveyard shift at Brinkman's Convenience and Pharmacy uh, at the time of the murder. Alibi was refuted by Nelson Brinkman, owner of the shop, who claimed Young was not scheduled for work that day. Does... does Brinkman have an alibi? Uh, 
come on, come on, come on. Um, nope, none. And he was never a person of interest in the case. Why? He was sleeping with the victim. Yeah, okay. So, what do we do now? Well, we can bring him in, at least. Guess I'm making a call, then. Why not? Eh, needs paperwork. Hey, Jet! Huh? Oh, hey, Finchie! Thought about what I said in Hearst's class? I did. I think we can help each other out, but I don't mean weed, though. I hear you have a couple of interesting friends. You're sure you're okay? You're not going to flash back to anything? No. No, this buzzing feels... different? Not like I'm going to faint the way it did the first time. It's... quieter. You should sit down regardless. Really, I'm fine. This better be good, Jean. Nathan. Let me be the cranky boss, will ya? If it were up to me, we'd be finding out what the hell happened to the Shakespeare guy, but no, Homeland Security. Uh, the quiche is ready to go in, boss. Send her in. Mr. Brinkman, my name is Detective Lakeisha Morris. We're trying to get a better picture of what happened the night Therese Young was killed. <sighs> Therese. Nice girl. Shame her husband was such a bad egg. Did you know Miss Youngwell? Not particularly. She would drop her husband off at work every once in a while, when one of his buddies didn't drop him off. I know you guys arrested him a few months later for working with the Blades. I guess there were Blades, too. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw Teresa alive? Must have been a week or two before she died. She looked... happy. Happier than I'd seen in a while. He made that up. How do you know? Watch his eyes. They're glancing at his watch. The interview's gone differently than he expected. Like, something's wrong. Something is wrong. Last kiss. Hey, Luke. Thanks for calling me back. Uh, g give me a sec. Boss, I, I have to take this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. He was... He was absolutely sleeping with her, and I think he might have killed her. Wait, wait, wait. One thing at a time. Is there something you are not telling me? Uh, I'm sorry. No, I... That's ridiculous. Lying. Where were you on the night Therese died? At home, alone. You have no one that can vouch for you? drunk dialed my ex-wife that night if you want to check with her. We'll do that. You can't honestly think that I had something to do with this. Her husband was in a gang, for God's sake. Sit tight, Mr. Brinkman. Well? Well, Jane is sure he slept with the victim, and Liza says he's lying about seeing her before the murder. What did I miss? Velasquez, go get a hold of his ex. Find out when he called her. Something's not right here. You got it. There's something off about him. He definitely killed her. How can you possibly know that? 
Even if she's right, there's no way to prove it. I can't explain it. Were the security tapes from the pharmacy checked? Hmm, security tapes were burned in a trash can behind the store that evening before we picked the husband up. It was assumed he destroyed them. Hmm, could have been Nelson here though, he could have gotten to him easily. Who else was on duty that night? Conflicting testimony. Young claims he was alone at the store, and Brickman claims he was alone at the store. Did Young ever mention what Brinkman was doing that night? Um, no. He was never asked anything about it. So assuming Young was telling the truth for just a minute, Brinkman could have been anywhere that night. And we have no way of telling without the tapes, which he could have destroyed pretty much any time. Doesn't this guy have some kind of time card system his employees don't clock in and out? Let me see that. No sign of anything like that. What kind of operation is this guy running? Just talk to the ex. Says he called her a little after 12 that night. Said something about having someone else. Definitely drunk. He called her again a little after 2, saying he needed some help. She hung up on him. Drunker than before, barely coherent this time. What was the time of death? Hmm... Neighbors reported a loud crashing at a quarter to two. Cause of death was blunt force trauma. So, what are we saying? That he showed up at the house drunk, hoping for things to happen, and things went wrong? Why don't you get in there and put some pressure on him? Let's find out. Hold back on mentioning the second call. If he's forgotten about it, the surprise could throw him off enough to get him to the whole story. You got it. Here we go. Mr. Brinkman, your ex-wife has corroborated your story. You did, in fact, call her during the time the homicide took place. No, she didn't. Bluffing, Jane. Don't ever play poker with Lakeisha. I told you. Can I go now? Not quite yet. Just a couple more questions before you go. (sighs) All right. Do you have any kind of system in place for checking when employees come in and out of work? No. I trust my employees to come into work on time. Honor system. It's nice. Don't have to spend your life expecting everyone to lie. You guys should try it. We are sorry about that. Standard procedure? One more question. Do you know who took care of the funeral arrangements for Therese? Uh, I don't know. I didn't go. I didn't know her well enough. You feel safe now. Wait for it. And how would you react if I told you we know you drunk-dialed your wife after you murdered Therese? I... Wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. I don't get what's so funny. (laughs) No, it's... uh, It's the reaction. Rikisha loves playing with her food. (laughs) His face. Is there something you would like to tell us, Mr. Brinkman? Your ex-wife claims you told her you had someone else. Was that Therese Young? I... Yes. You were sleeping with her then? I was going to ask her to leave her husband for me that night. I knew he was with the Blades, and she had, I thought, hinted she wanted out. It was the booze talking. I called the ex on the way there, wanted to brag. I was already kind of drunk benefit of having your own alcohol sales license, I suppose. Teresa's death? 
I don't remember much. I went overboard on the booze. I got some crashing Teresa's body. Oh, damn it. Now I remember calling the ex. Oh, damn. All right. I did it. I wasn't going to lie, I swear. Then I remembered her husband. I was going to get away with it. Gangbanger kills his wife. Everyone was going to believe it. I never should have hired him. Nelson Brigman, you are under arrest for involvement in the death of Therese Young, lying to police investigators and obstruction of justice. Well, you have the I, right uh, to remain silent. Anything guess you say can and will be used against you in a court yep. of law. You have the right to speak to an attorney. I'm going to go help you put Brinkman away. I'm sure I have reports to file. I guess I owe you some thanks, Jane. Me and Therese Young. I suppose so. I'm still not sure about you. I think it would be stupid to be sure. Still, can't look the gift horse in the mouth. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Sergeant. Call me Nathan. Yeah. Watch your tone, Ganymede. Yes, sir. Did you get the information I wanted you to? I did. She said something about a psychic. Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Jane, Lynn Cullen as Dr. Liza Finch, Chris Hackney as Detective Rafael Velasquez, Kristen Bays as Detective Lakeisha Morris, Pete Milan as Sergeant Nathan Clark, Jason R. Wallace as Terry Ganymede Morris, Sam Sullivan as the voice over the phone, James Rossi as Keith Finch, Paul Brueggemann as Kevin Jet Jefferson, Kim Giannopoulos as Dr. Samantha Hurst, and Seth Adam Schur as Nelson Brinkman. Written by Jack Kalk. Edited by Teresa Keller. Directed by Anna Rodriguez. Assistant Director, Dave Morgan. Opening theme, By Her Side, written and performed by Karina Barroso. Available on iTunes. Closing theme, Back Home, written and performed by Mile96. Big Disco Ball, Gray Snow, Insomnia, Thanks for Coming, and Twelve Monkeys by Josh Woodward. Moonlight Requiem by Zero Project. Produced by Pendant Productions. Tabula Rasa created by Jack Kolk. Copyright 2013, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Female, late 20s. Gunshot wound to the head, found dead in an alleyway approximately noon today. Next time, on Tabula Rasa, Organ C investigates another murder. Look at the clean entry into the back of the skull there. That's long distance, carefully aimed. 
This shot had one purpose, and that was to take her out as quickly as possible. Keith has his eyes set on a new career. What's wrong with me helping the department? I'm undercover, that's the whole point. And the team stumbles across their first hint of things to come. What's that? Huh, that's funny. Spray paint. Home life gets rough as season one, episode four of Tabula Rasa premieres February 20, 2013, only at PendantAudio.com. You should know that we're everywhere, Ganymede. 